0: Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today as we are going back into this great interview with Patrick J. Oba as we are discussing his book, The Freedom Experience, A Practical Guide to Deliverance and Emotional Healing. Now, Patrick's been sharing with us that deliverance is directly related to emotional healing, and that is directly related to our willingness to forgive others, as well as forgiving ourselves. Amen? I don't want to take up too much of his time going over this with you, as he does an excellent job of explaining this in the interview. So let's jump back into the interview now with Patrick J. Oba. Uh, one thing that you talked about, and I want to go back to is you know is forgiveness. It is forgiving others for wrongs they've done to us. This is probably one of the most important steps in deliverance ministry success, correct? Yes, it is extremely
2: important because you see situation, even as a minister, when you begin to minister deliverance and healing to people, one of the things the Holy Spirit will mention to me is like you need to tell this person they need to forgive they need to forgive that they someone did this to them they need to forgive and you know, you may be praying for them and it's almost like there is a barrier and they can not receive you know and then thank god the Holy Spirit re- reveals to, to me ask them to forgive and sometimes it's, it I tell you it's very hard like I understand it in some cases like you know it's very hard and I also wrote wrote about forgiveness in my book where you know sometimes you might not be able to do it right away. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. I mean, sometimes it might not come to you right away, and sometimes it might take days. And you might it might be a situation where you keep doing it over and over. In my in my book, you know, I mentioned a situation where you know God asked me to forgive someone, and to me, it was very hard for me to do it. Um. So, but I I had to bring myself to a place where I. You know, I forgive this person, like, and I'm like, God, I let it go. I know this is what you want me to do, and I'm going to do it. And again, those things help facilitate deliverance and freedom and healing. And something else on the subject of forgiveness that I quickly want to mention, sometimes you may not remember the name of, of people. I'll tell you a story of when I was a child and something happened to me in my was it elementary school or high school? I was, I was maybe like 12, 13, 14 back then. And someone had made, made fun of me in school It was one of those principals that just started making fun of me and everybody laughed. Like mm-hmm. the old school was just making fun of me. And I was very, as like as you can imagine, as a 12-year-old boy, yeah. I was so, yeah. like devastated. I was so ashamed. I was so, I was so, so upset, like, and... I ate it. I ate it that first for like five, six years. I'm not kidding. But here I was in my, in my 40s and I'd, forgi- I'd forgotten about this incident like 30 years ago. And then the, the Holy Spirit began to tell me, I want you to start writing down the names of people you need to forgive. So I, I took a piece of paper and I started writing names down. Some names are obvious. <laughs> so I just oh, wrote them down. Okay. But Then all of a sudden, this person popped to my head. And I, to be honest, I don't even remember this person's name. But the Holy Spirit was like, you need to forgive that individual because you never forgive them for what happened to you 30 years ago. And I had to forgive, you know. So sometimes the names might not readily come to your mind. yeah. And that's why you just need to take the time and ask the Holy Spirit, is there someone I need to forgive now that I'm not remembering?
1: Yeah, and and the Holy Spirit knows who it is. Yes. (laughs) You may not know, you You can picture them, you see them, but you don't know their name or where they're at or anything yeah. else. But the Holy Spirit does, and they may even be passed on, but there's still unforgiveness in your heart. Exactly. The Holy
2: Spirit knows that. That's, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He knows things you don't know. He may know that even though that happened 30 years ago and you've forgotten about it, he is privy to the information that uh, that might be delaying some things in your life, might be causing problems in your life. You may be unaware of that, but the Holy Spirit knows. Yes. And the Holy Spirit, and, and, the Holy Spirit and,
1: yeah, and ahead. the devil he knows too. And Correct. he'll yes. bring it up. Even after you said, I forgive this person, the devil's gonna bring it back up. And and you know, I, I share uh, sometimes. I don't have my car keys with me, but I'll just use like this ink pen I'm holding up for those listening to audio. I'm holding up an ink pen, and this is the unforgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. and I say, Okay, I'm releasing this. And matter of fact, I'm giving it to Jesus. Here you go, Jesus. I don't want this anymore. I forgive this person. It's mm-hmm. done. And almost immediately, the devil will come by and say, Oh, you know, he'll send someone, or, Hey, you, you got an ink pen? you know and, and or your car key is i don't have it what do you mean i gave it to him well i want to use it yeah i want to bring this back up go talk to him Mm-mm. jesus said give me your cares right and you see you know the, the devil bring up that thought of that person say
2: Mm-mm. you want
1: to talk to me about him go talk to jesus because i gave it all to him they ain't going to go talk to jesus about Something like that, you know, mm-hmm. but that that's just a, a simple way of understanding when you forgive someone, Jesus says he takes all that sin. And the the best thing, though, that the Holy Spirit showed me is that someone did something 30 years ago. Let's say, you know, you're still, you know, you walk in and they just happen to be in the church that you're in mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, that, wow, you know, oh, that's that, oh. all, <laughs> and all this stuff starts coming back up. That person doesn't even remember.
2: Mm, yeah, that's true. The
1: unforgiveness isn't <laughs> affecting them at all. You're mad. I've been mad at She wore yeah. the same dress to church that I did, and I spent all this money on it, you know, or whatever the case may be. And suddenly, it's all, oh. yeah, that person has no clue why you're mad at them. Mm-hmm. They don't remember anything, you know. That person, that that principal, that made the uh, you know a joke or something that embarrassed you. I can almost guarantee six months later he, yeah, he yeah. didn't even remember. He yeah, doesn't yeah, even right. know
2: about it. it has exactly. gone. You know? it has gone. Said, it's why, so gone. Why, are you, why are
1: you got an attitude with me? Well, I don't understand. You know, yeah, and like
2: as you mentioned, you know, it's possibility that they are actually passed on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the first part was much older then, so. Yeah. Um, and it was thirty years ago, so it's it's possible. It's yeah. the key. The key. The key thing here is that unforgiveness is not for the other person. Exactly, unforgiveness exactly. is for you. It exactly. is for your well-being. Yep. It's for yep. you to move forward in your life. So a lot of people sometimes they have this mis, misconception that oh, it's for the, this other person. No, yeah. it's not for yeah. them. It is for you to so forgive. Yeah. It's yeah. the best thing you can do for yourself. So, yeah,
1: I mean, you walk up to someone that you've held that grudge for you know 10 years, or whatever, you say, I just want you to know I forgive you. And they're like, For what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, like you're a fool. You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you know, you slammed that door in my face at elementary school, and I, yeah, you know, I'd never forget. <laughs> well, I don't remember yeah. that. You know, you've been holding on to that grudge, that's been your problem. Yeah. Not their problem for 10 years.
2: Yeah. You know? yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, I think the Holy Spirit dropped something in my heart. Like since we are talking about 30 years ago, what happened? Like in that instance, you know, there was an emotional wound. That's that what I want to get out of this. Number one, there was unforgiveness. I had to forgive this person. Number two, an emotional wound was created, like, even though it, it was not, it, it might not be something people consider great. But for a 14-year-old boy, that was a huge big deal. Yeah. And an emotional wound started back then that never healed. Mm-hmm. And I repressed it because I didn't know how to deal with it. You know, this, you know, this feeling of shame and and you know, whatever it was, you know, but until, until God began to reveal to me, number one, you need emotional healing in that area but before you can receive your emotional healing, you need to forgive. So forgiveness, in some cases, can facilitate emotional healing. So in this case, God is able to heal everything, but there was something blocking him from healing the emotional wound. It was unforgiveness. So back to the root cause analysis, if I understood that what I needed to do here was to forgive, and then I forgive that position. I position myself to now readily receive the healing from God. He's been wanting to heal me for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But that unforgiveness was a barrier. So once that barrier is removed, I'm readily able to receive this healing quickly and I can move on with my life, <laughs> you know, which is what I tell people because you don't want to be stuck in that place for 20, 30 years. It's it's mm-hmm. not, good, not good for you. Mm-hmm. So
1: is it possible p- to be delivered from this type of oppression in one area and still have those lingering demonic oppression in others?
2: Well, it is well, depending on the situation, it is possible to for someone to have. Uh, a demonic oppression in one area, and there are other areas of their life that are still that are still needing for like demon, um still needing deliverance. So yeah, so this this could possibly be just one area, and again, that goes to you knowing number one, all this very revealing to you. In my in my case, there were several places where I needed, you know, to address. You know, so the fact that I was able to receive emotional healing in this area doesn't mean I still don't have to address those other areas, And this brings me to another point. The solution for this particular problem, in this case, emotional healing, the solution might be different from another kind of problem I may have. The other kind of problem I may have might not require unforgiveness, it might require something else. Mm. So, and that's why the Holy Spirit is important. Um, A person might suffer from unforgiveness, They might suffer from a sin they committed a long time ago, which the enemy has capitalized on. Now, God is readily able to forgive us, so God is eager and able to forgive us when we ask for forgiveness. But sometimes the enemy capitalizes on mistakes we make in the past. Well, how can
1: we tell? How can we tell if there's multiple areas that we need to work on?
2: Number one, you can you can number one. That's why I said the Holy Spirit. Number one. Number two, it might take the help of a trained minister, um, you know, maybe your pastor, you know, pastors have, you know, the anointing on them, uh, sometimes to be able to see things. Um, it might be a minister, maybe you go to a conference and a minister begins to receive a word of knowledge uh, about situation, you know, as, as brought to them by the Holy Spirit. So there could be, part, it could be so many ways in which you can get yeah. a, an answer. And number one, in my case, And I know that God is working on me, and God is trying to train me in this area. So I might be privileged. Um, So in my case, the Holy Spirit reveals so many things to me, you know, through through my dream, uh, through the word of knowledge, you know, because I, I I do have the gift of the of the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom and the signing of spirits, which are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has revealed so many things about myself to me through one of those gifts. And he's revealed things to me about other people through one of those gifts. So those Lord can reveal those areas to you, things you need to work on um, through those, one of those gifts. So,
0: okay.
1: uh, Well, share with us about generational curses and, and, and whether these types of demonic oppression can be broken by what we're talking about today.
2: Correct. Great question. So. Generational, and I mentioned this in my book, where people suffer from you know generational issues um, through their bloodline. Um, and I'll give you a simple example is a person who believes they're gonna die at the age of 40, uh, maybe because their grandpa died at the, at the age of 40 or their father died at the age of 40. Um, and it could be a particular sickness that's been afflicting every member of the family at a particular age. And then as this individual approaches that age, they begin to live in fear as to whether they're going to get this disease or not. So um, in so many cases such as this, um, I asked the individual to do kind of like a background check. Um, You know, you can begin to ask questions about the past. You know, something I've recommended in the past is ask an older living relative, like a grandpa. If one of your grandpa or your great grandpa is alive, you know, sit them down and begin to ask questions like you know do you know anything about my forefathers? you know what they practice did they practice a particular religion um you know things like occultism um different religion and we can go we can go really deep in that but there's so many things that may have been done um, by your forefathers that could be a, re- a reason why you are seeing some of the issues you're seeing right now. So a good way to evaluate is ask questions, go deeper, ask things, and as you begin to get revelation of something that may have happened in the past, you know, begin to make atonement for what was done. You know, there are two verses in the Bible. One verse talks about the, the, the curses. Of things that happened in the past that that may affect people in the future. And another one talked about blessings of God, which is to 1,000 years ago, like generations uh, to come. So, number one, yes, we want to readily receive the blessings of God that will last generations to come. But also, we want to go back and do some cleaning. I call it, you know, cleaning up, like you're cleansing your bloodline you know things that have done in the past, you know, practices, religion, you know, occultism, you know, things that they've practiced in your in the past that may be affecting generations to come. Because there are some scenes that you know might be affecting people up to the third and the fourth generation. So if your grandpa has done something that you are not aware of, and that that whatever they've done may be the reason you know, for what you're going through, you need to go back and, you know, one, one thing you can do is ask God for forgiveness on behalf of your forefathers and yourself. So, you know, you can ask for forgiveness on behalf of yourself, but you can also go back to forefathers and say, God, forgive them for what they did. You know, forgive yeah. them. You didn't know better. Just forgive us. You know, you take, yeah. you take responsibility of what they did and say, God, forgive us for, for what they did. And number two, you renounce, you renounce anything they've done. Like, you know, you'd be amazed of so many things that people have practiced in the past. Um, oh, yeah, right. Covenants, I call it covenant, evil covenant, and it's in my book as well. You know, evil covenant, people are made with, you know, the enemy because of lack of knowledge. They, they didn't know much about God and they made evil covenant with the devil and those evil covenants, they may have, you know, made a covenant on behalf of future generation. Who knows? And this is where God needs to reveal those things to us. And if that's the case for for anyone, you know, I'll, I'll ask that number one, you go back, forgive, ask for forgiveness from God, and renounce everything they've done, renounce it in the, by the blood of Jesus. And number three, ask for mercy. Um the beautiful thing about mercy is I hope I quote this in the I, I said this in my book as well. David is an example of someone mm-hmm. who really enjoyed mercy the mercy of God David did so many things because <laughs> <Well, laughs> can see so many things he did that was good, but there there were so many things he did that was bad yeah um but The good thing about David is he knew how to invoke God's mercy. The Bible tells us that the mercy of God is new every morning. Yeah. And great is God's faithfulness. In Psalm 136, it says, We'll give thanks to God for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Forever. So the mercy of God is everlasting. You know, no matter what you've done, you can invoke God's mercy, no matter what. Your forefathers, as they've done, it doesn't matter. You can invoke Amen. mercy. Amen. And in my life, I've had to invoke mercy a lot of times.
0: <laughs> because, you know, Amen. I come to God and I say, Father,
2: Daddy, I come before you. I'm asking you for mercy. And I just get on my knees and say, have mercy on me. And a lot of times, you know, the mercy, the Bible also says the mercy of God triumphs over judgment. So yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. A lot of times things that you punishment you deserve, the mercy of God can avert those mistakes and those punishments and those judgments so that those judgments don't have to come to you. So Amen. invoke God's mercy. I can't Amen. overemphasize that. Amen.
1: As we as we get ready to close, if someone something you said resonated with someone today how can we find someone near us that's qualified to do this sort of ministry such as yourself
2: great question um number one pastor you know a pastor is the pastor is powerful pa- they are powerful a pastor is powerful before because they have the anointing of God to function in this capacity so i believe one of the key functions of a pastor is to help their members be free. I think so. I personally think so. So and I think pastors are, you know, equipped by the anointing of God to be able to function in this area. So number one, ask your pastor for help. Number two, um, you know, there are conferences out there. There are, you know, ministries out there that can help with attaining deliverance. Legitimate ministry. So be careful that whatever ministry you are, you are looking to, that they are equipped and they are operating under the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. So but number one, for anyone out there, I recommend going directly to your pastor. Um, that will definitely you know, help because I, I, I believe they are equipped in this area to function in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: amen, amen. Now, in your book, the Freedom Experience, you provide all this information to allow someone to to identify, work on, and break these types of curses and things. Correct?
2: Correct. Yes, that's what I feel like. I, in my book, the Freedom Experience, I mention practical steps that you can follow to breaking curses and generational curses. So now, of course, I didn't mention everything. <laughs> I didn't mention everything. <laughs> uh, I gave you just. Some tips and some right. practical steps. Or if you want more practical steps, the full gist, um, you can buy my book. It's called The Freedom Experience. I, as I mentioned before, there are more steps on there. Um, again, these are steps I'd, I followed in my life um, and they work wonders. And it's Amen. not as if I know everything. It's steps the Holy Spirit revealed to me. Amen. The Holy Spirit revealed those steps to me. I followed those practical steps and I saw freedom in my life. And so how, even, uh, how
1: can someone obtain a copy of your book, The Freedom Experience? Is it on Amazon?
2: Yes, it is. Um, it is on Amazon. Um, you can just go in there, type The Freedom ex- Experience, and it will pop up. And okay. also, you can also visit me on my website, um, okay. Patrick Jaioba. And I'm going to spell my last name, uh, J-A-I-Y-E-O-B-A. So the full name, patrickjayoba.com. So, there is a link on there to how you can buy the book. So, if you can go there, you'll be able to buy the book.
1: Okay. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you to, to ask a question, obtain more information, or maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you?
2: Correct. So, you can reach me on my website. Also, you can, you know, put in your information. Um, you can request information on my website. Everything is on my website. So, okay. again, right. it's Patrick jaiaba.com and you can request for more information if you wish. And also there are other resources out there on my website. Um, there are different articles and you know blogs on how, on different top, topics on Amen. deliverance and Amen. emotional healing and so many other topics as well. So if you want to become more educated on issues of deliverance and emotional health, you can visit my website. And also you can follow me on social media, um, just my full name. And on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, you can follow me okay, on there get more information on, on myself. All
1: right, and I'll put all the links to all this down in the show notes below. Uh, folks, the devil is real, right? His demons are real. They have one desire, to get you to stop serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, this is something that's been going on ever since the Garden of Eden, and it's not going to stop until Jesus comes back, which is very, very soon. The good news in all of this is that Jesus already defeated the devil and all his demons. Then he turned around and gave to you, to us, the authority to use his name, the wonderful name of Jesus, so you, can put a stop to these demons and devils right in their tracks. Praise God. To help you do that, Patrick Jehovah has written this powerful book that will get you prepared and to help you overcome demonic oppression. Use this book with your Bible and find out just just how powerful you really are in Christ. Amen? How weak the devil and his minions really are because of Christ. Praise God. I urge you to drop down the show notes, grab your copy of Patrick Jehovah's book, The Freedom Experience, A Practical Guide to Deliverance and Emotional Healing, right now, while you're thinking about it. The devil doesn't like the idea of you finding this stuff out for yourself, and he'll try to come immediately and steal the seed that was sown in your heart. Jesus himself warned us of this. So before the thief can come and hinder you, just click Link right there and take possession of this great book before he deflects your thoughts elsewhere and makes you forget all about. It. Do it all, thinking about it, Amen. Patrick, I appreciate you taking the time to join us today and share all about your ministry and your great book, man. I do appreciate it so much.
2: Thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate the opportunity, and I just want to say, great work. Um, keep doing the good work you're doing, and I, I, I believe God is using you mightily. Uh, God is using your platform for his kingdom. So I just want to, this is more of an encouragement that keep doing what you're doing. You have no idea how your ministry and your platform is transforming lives around the world. So please keep doing what you're doing. And I pray that God God will continue to increase you and release more anointing over you. God will take your platform and your ministry to the next level in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. I receive that in Jesus' name, too. Man, Amen. be blessed, Amen. folks. That is all the time we have for today. Oh man, time goes. Patrick, I keep saying I gotta get this clock fixed because I think the clock's fast. folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Patrick Gio and myself, this past the by reminding you to be blessed. Be
2: blessed. All that you Bye. do.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you
1: a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author? message that needs to be heard. Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting.